Let's first start with uh, this distribution. If somebody were to retweet the video, would that be considered distribution? Um, yes, it would be considered distribution. Um, excuse me, I have a bit of a flu, so excuse my voice if it sounds a little bit uh, croaky this morning. No problem. Yes, it would actually constitute, uh, constitute distribution of the images. And when it comes to the impairment of somebody's dignity um, or the, the, the uh, harm of their reputation, as is the case when we um, are able to sue for defamation, any person who republishes, shares, or retweets a video that impairs that person's dignity can be held liable by the victim. Um, either in terms of defamation, any person in the line of publication can be sued um, because defamation contains a legal element which requires publication on a public platform. And then when we come to criminal urea, any person who impairs that person's dignity can actually be charged with criminal urea. Now, do they ever look at the original sin, so to speak, that you weren't the originator of the video, that you got it from somewhere else, or could you also be part of the legal suit? Um, You can be part of the legal suit, but of course um, the courts always look at each case and the factors surrounding each case and the intent of the actual individual. So intent does play a factor, but the court will look at each um, case um, and the circumstances of each individual case. So, for example, if you were a person who retweeted um, a video or uh, shared that video and were in the line of publication and were sued along with the original uh, perpetrator, when you go to court, your defense would be um, stating to the court, basically, what was my intention in doing this? Did I have an intention to actually impair this person's dignity? Or what was the intention behind that? Hmm. And I'm wondering, well, of course, we don't, we don't want to speak about the merits of this case, but where would you get such material if um, you were hacking into... How would you know that there is such a video? I'm just trying to think here that if one were to use a defense, that they didn't steal it themselves. Yes, exactly. So um, it's it's quite, um, you know, obviously um, with things going viral on the internet, on social media platforms, um, the potential to be able to get a hold of such material and then share it is quite um, prevalent in society at present. However, um, also we need to remember that hackers um, are incredibly intelligent individuals and if somebody wants to find information it is really not that difficult for them to be able to hack into a device these days and you know basically have access to all information on that device um, with a person retweeting or resharing when you would go to court and have to defend yourself you would actually have to prove that this was not me I wasn't the original poster or how did I get a hold of this um, particular information or content and I'd imagine also consent would be very difficult to establish if you are part of the retweeting cycle of it because you don't know if somebody had given their consent for the video to be shared. Exactly. And that's, I think that's the main issue when it, when it comes to these situations is consent. And, um, you know, what's also really important and what's dangerous with social media and 
uh, defamation cases, for example, is if you don't know that the original content is true, or if you you are quite you know if a reasonable person is able to see that that content would damage a person's reputation or character, and you've shared that information, um, you know then you're putting yourself at risk by actually doing that. And I think this is something that um, the public is actually not so keenly aware of, but it is becoming something um, that we are finding in the courts regularly now, and people are becoming more aware of their actions on social media, so to say. Thank you so much for speaking to us and sharing your insights. Social media lawyer Diana Schwartz.